Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Great American Senior Show. I'm Sam Yates, your gray-haired host, and today we are very lucky because we have a previous guest who is coming back today to update us on a whole bunch of things, Christine Grow. And uh, Christine, you are the spokesperson for the Coalition for Medicare Choices, among many, many other things. So I just want to say, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. You know, the last time you were here, you did go into all of those other things that uh, comprise your background and at the risk of, uh, you know, making it a, a repeat performance, some highlights so that our, our audience that may be new or maybe don't recall everything know a little bit about you. Sure, I'm happy to. So thank you very much. Uh, so uh, my name is Christine Grow. I am a communicator by trade, which means I get to tell lots of stories about important things that matter to people, particularly when it comes to their health and well-being. Um, I, I am originally from Philadelphia. Right now I live in Virginia. Um, so I have uh, the pleasure of having lots of different people as my neighbors and get to see uh, a lot of what families are working for, uh, especially hardworking American families and all kinds of different walks of life. And today I'm here representing the Coalition for Medicare Choices, which is more than 2 million seniors from around the country who come together every year to let our members of Congress know how important Medicare Advantage is for their health and financial security. Well, I think that's extremely critical right now. And, you know, as I look around uh, at some of the statistics, I think Florida, especially when it comes to Medicare Advantage, Florida is one of the highest percentage rates in the nation, up around 53 and point something, 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 probably uh, second or third only to Michigan and uh, a few of the, the, the Midwest, upper Midwest states. So uh, the folks here understand the importance of having good health care coverage. Absolutely. And especially in the state of Florida, the Floridians are very attuned to health and financial security. Um, they have a lot that they want to do. They want to ha they have a lot that they want to be able to maintain a healthy lifestyle for. Uh, and we do see that in Florida in particular, we have more than 2.4 million residents who rely on Medicare Advantage today for their health care coverage. And that's about 51% of those who are eligible for Medicare. So um, a lot of a strong show for the folks of Florida for the Medicare and Medicare Advantage programs. That is awesome. And we encourage them to ask questions and get answers and do what is best for their particular healthcare situation. And, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, we really are sort of on pins and needles right now because we have a change. And, and we, we talked about this a little bit in your last visit. We have now an official change in Congress and a few other political things that are coming into play. Any thoughts of what is going to happen with our Medicare programs and, and all the different types of coverage? Uh, everyone is afraid that, wow, things are going to get cut. Yeah, I think that's a, a very valid um, concern that a lot of folks have. Um, you know, as we look at Congress today, we certainly have a division. We have a Republican-led House. We have a Democrat-led Senate. Um, and I think, you know, what's important, especially as there are conversations happening now about budgets and debt limits, is what do we do about Americans' health care coverage and especially for the Coalition for Medicare Choices, um, we're in a very critical time right now because this is the time of year when the federal government makes a lot of decisions about 
Um, what are they going to invest in the Medicare Advantage program? What kinds of flexibilities are they going to permit in the program? What can these plans look like for the next benefit year? So for us, that's 2024. And it feels very early to be thinking about 2024. Um, but, you know, we make these decisions very early in healthcare so that um, health insurance providers can create their plans, you know, build their benefits and make sure that they have a very valuable offering later in the year for open enrollment. So, you know, this is something that we are very, very focused on this time of year. And, and I know as part of that focus, you're always wanting input. For our audience right now, how can they either give input or get involved? That's a very good question. Um, one thing that we do invite uh, people who are interested is if they would like to join the Coalition for Medicare Choices, they can come visit us at our website, medicarechoices.org. You can see uh, a lot of our other members who are engaged and involved. Um, we are very fortunate to have very involved uh, members of our coalition who go to their state capitals, visit their representative's office, go to Washington to tell the lawmakers uh, how important the Medicare Advantage program is. So we would encourage them to do that. Um, also to reach out directly to their members of Congress to let them know how important Medicare Advantage is for their health and financial security. I'm, I'm sort of fortunate just across the parking lot from my office is uh, the uh, home office here in Florida for Congressman Brian Mast. And um, he knows that if I see him in the parking lot, I'm going to be knocking on his door, giving him some thoughts that uh, I get from the seniors that I chat with and my guest. So sometimes I'm, I'm sure he goes, oh, gosh, it's uh, it's Sam again. But but I think that's important. That we can't be bashful. We have to be forceful or else we're going to suffer the consequences. I think what you find is that members of Congress want to hear from their constituents, especially the seniors and people with disabilities that live in their home states and their home districts. So I would encourage folks, you know, never be afraid to reach out to your member of Congress. Let them know what you're thinking. Let them know what your priorities are, because they value that input. They listen and they take it to heart, especially when they go back to Washington and they start making important policy decisions. Now, we touched on it earlier in the program. What significant changes are happening now since you were last here back in June of last year? Right now, we're in a critical period of time where um, CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, is making decisions about um, what the Medicare Advantage plans can look like. There's this period in, uh, called the Advanced Rate Notice Period, um, and they are making rules for 2024. We won't know what's in that advance notice for, for another week or so yet, um, but what, we are always watchful at the Coalition for Medicare Choices to see what this will include. Um, we are watchful to see what, what rules will govern these plans and particularly um, what sorts of taxpayer dollar investments there are going to be made. We believe that Medicare Advantage is a very valuable investment of taxpayer dollars. We find that it regularly delivers greater value and greater savings over original Medicare. So it's an important way to make best use of taxpayer dollars for America's seniors. Now, I know, speaking from experience, that as you approach 65, members in my family are already planning or thinking during that seven-month period before they turn 65 of what they should do. So that's sort of a critical period. We also have end-of-year critical period, and then we have a, a window of opportunity 
uh, correct me if I'm wrong, January through March for them to also make decisions. So decisions, decisions, decisions. How do you keep it all uh, all sorted out? The good news is if you ever have questions about whether you're eligible to sign up for Medicare or what those decisions look like, the federal government offers a really great website, and it's very easy to remember. It's medicare.gov, and you can find a lot of the information there. Um, So when you go to that website, it'll tell you a lot of things about when you can sign up. Uh, Generally, when you turn 65, you're able to sign up for Medicare. Um, That ability to sign up in this initial enrollment period lasts about seven months, starting three months before you turn 65 and ending three months after you turn 65. Um, Then we have uh, what's called a general enrollment period for coverage that starts on July 1. That takes place between January 1 and March 31st of every year. And then there are various special enrollment periods that people may want to may qualify for. Um, one of the most important open enrollment seasons that, that we keep an eye on from our coalition is that period from, say, mid-October to mid-December. And that's the, that is open enrollment for Medicare and Medicare Advantage. So um, there are a lot of deadlines, a lot of things to keep track of. But if you ever are in doubt and you want to get you know a little bit more information about circumstances specific to you, I encourage folks to go to medicare.gov to learn more. And I think I was uh, in our last uh, episode with you saying that I have seen some very, very positive things happening for people who have special needs, that you know there are opportunities for them to sort of change at any time if they get into that category of special needs. That's exactly right. And um, there are a lot of different kinds of uh, special circumstances for which you might qualify for a special enrollment period. Um, So if you lose Medicaid coverage, that could be one qualifying event that allows you to look at, at Medicare options. Um, if you missed a chance to sign up because you received inaccurate or misleading information, um, you may qualify for a special enrollment period. If there are other exceptional conditions that cause you to miss the deadline, that also may qualify you as well. So it's always worth checking and worth asking the question because the worst they can say is no. And there are a lot of different variables that may qualify you for a special enrollment period. Believe it or not, our audience is very active when it comes to thinking about some of these things. And I, I have found out in chatting with, uh, with them all over the country that they are also very active voters. Does that send or should that send a strong message to all of our legislators at, at every level, whether it be uh, the, our, our congressional representatives or our, our senators? That is absolutely true. And when we talk to senior voters who have Medicare Advantage, we get some very important results from them that they they have to tell us directly. And we find that senior voters who choose Medicare Advantage are overwhelmingly satisfied with Medicare Advantage. In fact, 94% of them say that they're satisfied with their Medicare Advantage health coverage, and 93% would say they would recommend it to their family and friends. 
That's some pretty astounding figures. I don't know the last time I saw any figure in which 93 and 94% of people agreed on much of anything, but Medicare Advantage has continued to have a history of better services, better access to care, and better value. They continue to bring down the the price point for these plans and increase the value. So it's no wonder that senior voters really say that this is an important program for them. And I think senior voters also would like to see our legislative leaders put more funding into the programs. That's exactly right. And now Medicare Advantage is covering a lot of things that original Medicare does not cover. And they do that because it's a competitive environment a public-private partnership between the federal government and private health insurance providers. Health insurance providers compete to offer their products. That means they have to offer better benefits, better value for people who are investing. Um, And they do that by negotiating with providers, negotiating with prescription drug manufacturers for better care at a lower cost. Um, What the senior voters are telling us is they want to make sure that as Members of Congress and as the federal government and the administration are looking at how do we best invest those taxpayer dollars for health care coverage. Medicare Advantage is an excellent way to do so. Of course, when we stop and think about dental vision and those things, those aren't covered by by Medicare. So that is where the, the Medicare Advantage programs especially come into great benefit. That is that is correct. And when we talk to people who have Medicare Advantage, there are a couple of things that really float to the top in terms of what is important to them. Dental, vision, and hearing benefits are not covered by original Medicare, and the vast, vast majority of Medicare Advantage plans do cover them. Other things that Medicare Advantage plans often cover are preventive services like screenings, vaccines, and testing, especially testing for things like COVID-19, which is very important. And a lot of these plans also bundle in prescription drug coverage, which is not included in original Medicare and is important for so many seniors and so many American families everywhere. Costs. When we take a look at the cost of the various Medicare Advantage programs, you mentioned it's very competitive. How do we get it to be more competitive? We continue to allow competition and innovation to thrive. Uh, competition, innovation, and choice are hallmarks of American, uh, the American economy. And we believe that by allowing that competition to take place between health insurance providers, holding them accountable for quality, uh, and encouraging them to uh, compete on value and cost, those costs continue to go down. And in Medicare Advantage, historically, those costs have been coming down. In fact, for 2023, we saw that the average Medicare Advantage premiums decreased another 8%, so that the average premium is just $18 a month. And depending on where folks live and what plans are available, some folks are able to get a Medicare Advantage plan for $0 additional premium. So that is quite a bargain for a lot of the American seniors. You're probably thinking the question is coming and it's Sam asking, can you come back again in the future? And and oh, by the way, I have to say that uh, I actually have looked forward to having you back because things have changed. And I think it's very important uh, for our listeners to have updates on a regular basis. So that's me buttering the toast and saying, Christine, would you come back again at some point in the future? 
I would be delighted to. I'm always happy to visit with you, Sam, and talk with you and to your listeners. Um, There's new stuff happening in Medicare Advantage all the time. This year, we were able to announce and celebrate the fact that Medicare Advantage reached the 30 million member milestone. So we're super excited about the future of the program. Rest assured, we will have you back again in the future. Christine Groh, Coalition for Medicare Choices. It has been my pleasure once again to have you here. And uh, if I don't reach out to you soon enough, feel free to reach out to me because it is so important that our seniors be well informed. Thank you very much. I will be sure to do so. And I'm Sam Yates, your gray-haired host of the Great American Senior Show. Have a great day, everybody. 